Hope you're doing well. See, I got poshed up for you tonight. Hope you appreciate that. Or it could have been I went to a very posh church this morning and I've just not got changed. It's one of those things that uh, it is good to be here, as always. Um, I just want to advertise something before we start tonight. Am I in the way here? Yeah, I know. I always feel like I'm in the way whenever I do. Can I move somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, back there somewhere. I can... I can just, if, if that mic can just go over there somewhere, out of the way, or even up there would be better. Yeah. You go somewhere, I'll follow you. Thank you. <laughs> Rearranging the furniture as soon as I arrive. There we go. Thank you so much. Great stuff. That's better. You can see now, can't you? Um, I just want to advertise something before uh, I start tonight. You may have already seen um, some of the posters about this around the church. I'm going to be here next Sunday morning to advertise it as well. But we've got a, a conference here on Saturday, the 11th of November, and we've got some really good speakers and me uh, going to be here for the, uh, for the conference. And um, we really want as many people to come along as possible. We've really tried to advertise it all over the place. And we've got a lady called Andrea Williams from Christian Concern coming along. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great thing to get here, really. She's not long back from a trip around Australia talking about Christian things. Um, she uh, is very much in the know, uh, in the state of play in the nation today of, uh, of what it is uh, for us to be Christians in the society we're living in. She um, will talk about you know, how we deal with um, things happening in education, in our workplace, what about things that might happen in our church. And uh, she's going to give us an overview, the state of the nation, of what it's like to be a Christian in 21st century UK. And then she's going to present a message in the afternoon called The Hope of the Nation. Um, we've also got a guy called David Sokol, who's a Christian Friends of Israel guy. He's going to do a talk on um, a fresh look at Israel. Uh, I'm going to do the intro talk, um, Staying Faithful in a Messed Up World. Roger's going to finish the day off, uh, Roger Carswell, who we know very well. And he's going to sort of uh, fire us all up to go out and, uh, and stand on the faith that we have. Uh, we've got a guy from Release International coming along as well. He didn't want his picture being on there for some reason, um, but uh, he's going to be there. Roger's going to bring his book stall, as always. Um, so we're going to have some stalls and stuff out in here from the various uh, things. But we just really, really want to encourage you to come along. It's 10 till 4. Um, there's going to be refreshments throughout the day. You need to bring your own lunch or go out and get some. Um, but uh, it's a free event as well. We're just going to take up a, an offering during the day to, to cover the expenses that are incurred in this. But please, I've got leaflets here. If you can't come, but you think you might know someone that be able to come along, then give them a leaflet. Tell them about it. We, we really, really want to make sure we get as many people here as possible for that event. So any more info about that, have a chat with me afterwards or catch me next Sunday morning when I come and speak about it. So that out of the way, um, tonight I've been given the subject, very easy subject, of uh, don't we all believe in the same God? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, I suppose the question I would want to ask um, straight away is this, who do we mean by we? Don't we all believe in the same God? There are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of different religions and, and cults and, and sects and all kinds of stuff. And the question we're asking is, do we all believe in that same God in some way? And I think just from a, 
an obvious point of view is you look at the teachings and the beliefs of all these different groups, it's, it's very clear that we don't. For example, there are many groups who believe in more than one God. So when we say, do we all believe in the same God, they have many gods. So we probably don't worship the same God as those guys. Uh, there are those who um, have female gods. Do we, do we uh, worship the same God as them? No, I don't think so. I think there's some, there's some obvious ones that we can discount straight away and say, no, we, we don't worship the same God as those. But usually when people ask the question, don't we all worship the same God or believe in the same God? They're thinking about particular beliefs. And we're going to concentrate on those tonight. I don't know if you've ever seen um, this illustration before. It may be very familiar to you, but there's a story told, and it's often used in reference to, do we all believe in the same God, of three blind guys sort of going up to an elephant and feeling different parts of the elephant. And one guy who's feeling the trunk says, well, I'm not so sure what it is, but it feels like it could be a snake of some kind. And then there's a guy feeling the tail, and he's saying, no, it's not a snake. It's just like a rope or something, just a real thin rope. And then the other one goes up and feels the, the leg of the, of the elephant. And he says, well, I think it's a tree. Seems like a tree trunk. And the idea being is that we're all experiencing the elephants, but different elements of it. But it's all the same elephant. So you can see where people go with that in terms of God. You know, we've all got different parts. where we, We've all got sort of limited information maybe about God, but we're all actually worshipping this same God. But I think that analogy falls down because none of what they're experiencing is true. It's not a snake. It's an elephant. It's not a rope. It's not a tree. None of those are true. But we're living in a world today where we can live in conflicting, uh, with conflicting truths. So we call it postmodernism. All truth is relative. So we can, we can cope with people having different views and different truths and somehow believing that all those things are still true. This is what um, this guy said about this. He's a, an author, a Filipino author. He said postmodernism was a reaction to modernism. Where modernism was about objectivity, postmodernism was about subjectivity. Where modernism sought a singular truth, postmodernism sought the multiplicity of truths. So what he's saying, at one time, truth would be objective. We could verify something, whether it's true or false. And we stand on that. And of, of course, as well, um, you know, we saw a singular truth. that There is one truth. But we're living in a world now and have for a long time and continue to live in a world that says, actually, Andrew, your truth is just as valid as my truth, even if they contradict each other. You know, so we can all hold different truths. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe, you know, if you're a certain age like me, um, it just sounds preposterous that you can have lots of different truths. We're going to think about that a little bit tonight in the context of do we all believe in the same God? We're going to start this again because sound ain't working. So we'll just try this. Nathan, do you need to switch all up there? Oh, let me see if it's just that first before I faff about mine. What's two plus two? Four. I think it's seven. Am I wrong? Maybe. What do you mean maybe? I mean... What are you studying? Industrial engineering. What kind of, a, what kind of an industrial engineer thinks two plus two might be seven? I mean, it could be kind of abstract. I mean, you could... If a different dimension, maybe it's seven. This dimension? Then four. 
so I'd be wrong. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> All right, here, here you go. I think Oprah Winfrey is the great goddess of the universe. Okay, you with me so far? Yeah. And if I say her name seven times right before I die, I'm going to live for eternity in her high-rise penthouse in Chicago, enjoying a healthy diet with her personal trainer for all of eternity. That's what I believe. Am I wrong? No. How do you know? I mean, that's your perception of reality, so... Okay. Do you think I'm right? No. So you think I'm wrong? No. So then you think I'm right? No. Then I must be wrong. No. They're, they're not. Suddenly I feel like a, like a Catholic priest. Okay, so how, you, you don't agree with me though, correct? No. Why not? It's dopey. I'm just saying your perception of reality is different than my perception of reality. So you can believe whatever you want about this universe and I can believe what I want. They don't have to be the same. What's your first name, young man? Dan. Dan, nice to meet you. Now, I agree with you when it comes to art. We can interpret that if we want to. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, the author came along and said, no, I'll tell you exactly what it means. And that's what it means based on the author's intentions. Mm -hmm. Okay? But when it comes to truth, it's not a personal preference. It is either true or it is not true. Correct? Well, in your perception of reality, sure. Okay, I'm going to ask you one that's way, maybe way out there. All right? Okay. Is this reality... Sure, in my perception of it. Are we even here for sure? Maybe. Some people say we're just blobs of energy floating around in space. So I might not even be here. I might actually be just be somebody's imagination right now. Sure. You too? Yep. We just happen to be floating in somebody's imagination, potentially. Potentially. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you're sure about that? And one perception of reality, sure. Alrighty. Dan, nice to meet you. Thank you very much. Okay, what do you, what do you plan on engineering someday? What I plan on doing? Yeah. Uh, getting a job in a bad economy. Yeah, but building anything in particular? <laughs> uh, not anything in particular, maybe consulting or... Okay, nothing I might have to drive over nope. or need a seatbelt on. No, right? no, Okay, all right, no. dude, thanks for the chat. Yep, Appreciate no it very much. What you just heard from, from Dan is the predominant mindset these days. It's called postmodernism. All truth is valid truth. Now, with art... Maybe, depending on what the author's intent is, but when it comes to truth, you don't have a preference. It either is or it isn't. Welcome to the 21st century. Um, what on earth? I wish we could say that was just one random guy out of a hundred that he met, but the reality is that's current thinking in our universities and colleges. It's rife with people thinking that truth is just what I believe it to be and it doesn't matter what anybody else believes. And of course, to have that is chaos. It doesn't bring order. And when we put that kind of thinking to our question tonight, do we all believe in the same God, they can see where people go with this. Well, my God is my God and your God is your God and it, it doesn't matter what we really believe about that or anybody else believes about it. It's, it's my personal God. And it's true to me, therefore it's true. And what you believe is true is true to you. And it doesn't matter. And you think, you end up like this guy thinking, how on earth does that work? So your truth and my truth may not be the same. And so we end up with this kind of idea in our society today where, concerning religion, that we need to coexist. Coexist. You may have seen that before. Maybe a bumper sticker or something. You've got all the religious symbols there. We need to coexist. Now, I don't have a problem with us coexisting. 
and um, all remaining, you know, unbelie- people believing what they want to believe. But one of the things we have to acknowledge is we cannot pretend that they don't contradict. We can coexist, but we have to acknowledge that they contradict each other. So if that's true and that's true and that's true, and they all contradict each other, either none of them's true or one of them's true, but they can't all be true. But that young man, of course, would say, well, they can in your universe. We do have a problem because there's a common heritage amongst the, the main sort of three, what we call monotheistic religions. So there's some religions we can see they're so way out there and so wacky. Maybe they don't even believe in a God or like I suggested, they believe in a plurality of gods or whatever. We can say, well, clearly we, we're not worshipping the same God as those guys. But what about Judaism, Islam and Christianity? Don't we all have a common heritage? Can't we all trace ourselves back to Abraham? And therefore, clearly, we're all worshipping the same God, aren't we? Is that the case? Well, we're going to think about that. Do Christians, Jews and Muslims worship the same God? This was a, a poll set up on a, on a website called debate.org. How many percent do you think said, yes, we all worship the same God? Do you have a guess? 80, 70, 60, 50, 40? <laughs> 33 and a half. 67%. It doesn't say how many people, I mean, you know, it doesn't say how many people have actually sort of done this, but 67% on this poll said yes, 33% said no. So you go like two-thirds of people believe we worship the same God. This is interesting. This is an Anglican church. Um, It was in the news earlier on this year because they allowed a a Muslim guy to come and, and sing. Um, a Quranic song in the church. So if you're going to allow that, you would think they probably believe we all worship in the same God, really. Um, again, earlier on this year, um, this uh, Muslim lady was able to go in and read from the Quran in the church. And she read from the Quran the part which proclaims that Allah has no son. And there, and there she is with all the, uh, all the robed dudes, dudes. Um, in the church. So do we all worship the same God? Someone clearly who does believe we all worship the same God is this guy. And again, he's quite controversial, Pope Francis, isn't he? You know, people either love him or hate him. Uh, most people love him, think he's, you know, he's, he's a good guy. But just watch this video clip that he made. Um, I think it was last year. La mayor parte de los habitantes del planeta se declaran creyentes. Esto debería provocar un diálogo entre las religiones. No debemos dejar de orar por él y colaborar con quienes piensan distinto. Confío en Buda. Creo en Dios. Creo en Jesucristo. Creo en Dios. Alá. Muchos piensan distinto, sienten distinto. Buscan a Dios o encuentran a Dios de diversa manera. En esta multitud, en este abanico de religiones, hay una sola certeza que tenemos para todos. Todos somos hijos de Dios. 
Creo en el amor. Creo en el amor. Creo en el amor. Creo en el amor. Confío en vos para difundir mi petición de este mes. Que el diálogo sincero entre hombres y mujeres de diversas religiones conlleve frutos de paz y justicia. Confío en tu oración. All children of God. Is that what the Bible teaches? That we're all children of God, no matter what we believe, whoever we worship. The Bible is very clear that we need to do something to become children of God. And that's put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not just children of God just by the fact that we worship in anything, anywhere, somebody, something. The Bible says we become children of God when we put faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But here he is with a, a group of people. Again, you know, he's saying about dialogue and stuff. We're not saying that's necessarily wrong. But to declare that we're all children of God. What is he saying? And what was the, the, the theme of this as well? All you need is love. I believe in love. I believe in love. I believe in love. I believe in love. And that's enough for us to all say we worship the same God. He accepts us all. Again, that's not what the Bible teaches us. The Bible says God is love. But he's also shown a way that we have to worship him. And declared who he is and shown who he is in the person of Jesus. So can't we just go off and do our own thing? Do all roads lead up the mountain to God eventually? Well, if we trust the Bible and we believe what the Bible says, then that can't be so. We have to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. To love people, yes. To allow people to believe whatever they want to believe, yes. To say, it's okay, we're all worshipping the same God and we'll end up in heaven one day. No, because we're going beyond what's been revealed to us in Scripture. Let's think about these uh, three particularly this evening. The three great monotheistic religions, we would be called people or peoples of the book or the books. How do they view God, these different uh, religions? Well, Judaism, for a start, says this in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 and 5. We'll be familiar with this. Obviously, it's in our Bible as well. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. What about Islam? I bear witness that there is no God but the one, God Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad is God's messenger. That's called the Shahada. You just need to recite that to become a Muslim. So I've just become a Muslim in saying that to you. Didn't realize. And what does uh, Christianity believe? Is there a God besides me? Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. All three declaring there's but one God. So don't we all worship that same God? That one God? Well, let's think about this for a moment. All three faiths, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, are what we would call monotheistic, the belief in one God. But Judaism and Muslim, uh, the Islamic um, religion, have a particular view on this. They would be what you would call Unitarian monotheistic. That is the belief that there's one God and that God is one. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a 
one in, in, in being. There's only him, nothing else. It's a oneness to that God. Where we as Christians talk about a Trinitarian monotheism. We say there is one God, but in God there is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So now is it the same God when we think of it like that? That we're all monotheistic, we believe in one God, but their model of God is Unitarian, ours is Trinitarian. I would say that's a difference. I would say that's a difference that's been revealed to us in Scripture through the Lord Jesus. This is what J.I. Packer says about the Trinity. The Trinity is the basis of the gospel, and the gospel is a declaration of the Trinity in action. To deny the Trinity is to deny God. To deny that the Trinity is true, that there is in one God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is to deny the God that's been revealed in Scripture, through the Lord Jesus, and through historic Christian creeds and orthodoxy for the past 2,000 years. How do they view Jesus? See, we believe Jesus is God. So this is key to us understanding, do we all believe in the same God, worship the same God? From Judaism, Judaism 101, it says this, Jesus is simply not part of Judaism. He is irrelevant to our religion. To ask a Jew, why don't you believe in Jesus, is like asking a Christian, why, you don't, why don't you believe in Zeus? So they don't sort of see the need for Jesus, really, in Judaism. We're not talking about Messianic Jews, of course, who've come to accept Jesus as their Messiah. What do we think about Judaism, though? Because, you know, we think, well, Judaism, you know, maybe a little bit unsure about Islam. We're going to think about that in a moment. But Judaism, you know, we, we've got the Old Testament. We, you know, it's the same God, surely, that we, we're following. It's interesting, some of the things that Jesus said to the Jews who were rejecting him. So Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. That's quite harsh from Jesus. Your father is the devil, he's saying to them. 1 John 2.23 as well says, Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So what can we say about Judaism? Well, you know, Christians have diverse opinions on these things. There are some people who say, well, yeah, they, we do worship the same God, but they've not had the revelation of God that we have. So they're, they're sort of a limited revelation of who God is. Uh, there are others who say clearly they don't. They, they deny Jesus, and Jesus is God. So they have a different God that they're worshipping. If you think about it, to deny the Trinity, it's like saying, well, the Jews, do they just worship a third of God? Just the, the God that they know, Yahweh, but, he, but not Jesus, not the Holy Spirit. It's challenging for us because we do have the same root in Abraham. But I want to suggest that in denying Christ, denying their Messiah, they're not worshipping the God who sent him. And they're missing him. And it doesn't mean in saying that, that God doesn't still have a plan for them and he'll keep their promises to, his promises to them and the covenants he made with them. But are they worshipping the same God? I'm not so sure. What about uh, Muslims? This is from the Quran, Surah 572. 
They have certainly disbelieved who say Allah is the Messiah, the son of Mary. So Allah is, is just Arabic for God, the son of Mary. While the Messiah has said, O children of Israel, worship Allah, my Lord and your Lord. Indeed, he who associates with others, others with Allah, Allah has forbidden him paradise. And his refuge is the fire. And they are not for the wrongdoers any helpers. So throughout uh, the Quran, in many, many places, it denies the Son, denies Jesus. It says in Surah 112, 1-4, Say, He is Allah, who is one. Allah, the eternal refuge. He neither begets nor is born, nor is there to him any equivalent. Earlier this year, um, Alison and I, along with Kath, I know Phil and Jude have been as well, and maybe some, of, some others uh, have been to Jerusalem. We went to Israel back in May. And there you see the thing that really makes you know you're in Jerusalem as you're wandering around is when you see the Dome of the Rock, um, which is on the Temple Mount. Um, it's, a, it's a Muslim place of worship. But on the side of the wall, you can't just see it there, it's just beneath there, there's some Arabic writing here. And it says, apparently not that I can read it, but I'm reliably, reliably informed. Jesus, son of Mary, was only a messenger of Allah. Allah has no son. It is blasphemy to say he has taken a son. That's on the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem. You know, the holy city. There it is. A denial of who Jesus is. Let's think about Jesus from the three religious points of view. So Jesus, within Christianity, is the second person of the Trinity, born of the Virgin Mary, true God from true God. In Islam, Isa was a prophet sent by Allah and born of the Virgin Mary, but not divine. And within Judaism, Jesus was just an ordinary Jew, not the Messiah, nor a divine person. What about Jesus' mission? For us, it's to reconcile man to God through his death as a sacrifice for the sins of all mankind. For Muslims, to proclaim the Injil or gospel. This gospel has been corrupted over time by human additions and alterations. Judaism, as Judaism rejects the idea of Jesus as Messiah, his mission is of no relevance. And what about his death and resurrection? From the Nicene Creed, we believe for our sake he was crucified, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again and he ascended into heaven. For Muslims, Jesus was not crucified, but was raised to heaven by Allah. In Judaism, Jesus was crucified for his claim to be divine. If we believe that Jesus is God, and the Bible teaches he is, and he showed himself to be, and he's declared to be, and the Christian church believes that, then we have to conclude that what these other uh, religions believe about Jesus is thereby very different to ours. And you must conclude, in my mind anyway, that we're not worshipping the same God. We're not believing in the same God. And I think for us to fall into the trap of just thinking we can all mingle together and all will be okay, and God just loves everybody, so we'll let them all believe, is to actually um, enrage God. We're denying the God who sent his son to save us, to die for us, to rise from the dead, to reconcile us back to the Father. 
Do all religions lead to God? Yes, they do. Do all religions lead to salvation? No, they don't. You see, all religions do lead to God because we will all stand before God at judgment. So everyone will get to God, but we'll all be saved. Well, according to the Bible, no. Here's a thought for us. In Acts 17, uh, the Apostle Paul is on Mars Hill. He's, uh, he's there speaking to the people at the Areopagus, and he says this, Then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship. I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. You see, Paul didn't go to these guys and say, look, I know you're worshipping this unknown God or you know, you're worshipping these other gods. It's all okay. They'll all just get you to my father anyway. You know, what Jesus did, he sent his disciples out to proclaim the gospel. If, if there's no point in evangelism, if we're all going to get there anyway, why was Paul... And others preaching the gospel. Why did they lose their life? For saying Jesus is the only way. There's no other name given under heaven by which men might be saved. Acts 4.12. Why do they say this? You see, because this idea that we all worship the same God. And we all believe in the same God. Is very much a modern idea. And it comes as part of the package of postmodernism. Where all truth is good truth. And relevant truth. But what we find in scripture time and time again. Is that we need to tell these people about Jesus. And they need to come to the Lord Jesus. And it doesn't matter how sincere they are. It doesn't matter how much they're doing. It doesn't even matter if they look like they're doing it far better than we are. Without Christ they're lost. And they need him to forgive their sin. We haven't got time tonight. Uh, I'm doing a talk in, in Manchester next Saturday on, um, on Muslims and, and Islam. And again, you just look at the God they believe in and how different Allah is to the God of the Bible. It's completely different in the way they see him, and the way he acts with people and how a person might be saved. Completely different. 2 Corinthians 11.4 says this, for if he who comes, and comes preaches another Jesus whom we've not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you've not received, or a different gospel which you've not accepted, you may well put up with it. So friends, today people are just putting up with it. And friends, we've got to be careful. We, we've got to love people. But we want to love them into the kingdom, don't we? With our Muslim neighbours, with if we have Hindu neighbours, if we have Sikh neighbours, if we have Mormons, JWs, whoever, neighbours, we want to love them and teach them that they need the Lord Jesus Christ. And not just think, they'll probably be okay because they're, they're just worshipping to the best of their knowledge and that'll be okay. You know, um, in Romans 1, the Apostle Paul talks about a general revelation. You know, that we're without excuse. People are without excuse. God has clearly shown himself in creation to be here. And what people have done is they've, they've suppressed that and they've developed things to keep away from him. Even religion, I would say. That they have a form of religion that they seem to sort of think it's helping them, but it's not. 
You know, when Jesus met the religious Jews, he said to them, you guys search the scriptures thinking that within them you'll find eternal life. But these very scriptures speak of me. So it doesn't matter how much religious activity people do, how sincere they may be, they need Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Was he lying? Or was he being truthful? Is that a statement of truth? Not just one truth amongst many truths. Is that a statement of truth, a statement of fact? Then if we believe the Bible and believe the words of Jesus, we've got to conclude that that is the truth. And there's one way, Jesus. So this is not to be hard on anybody. You know, some of those groups would say the same about us, wouldn't they? You know, say, oh, those Christians, they're not worshipping the same God as us. You know, they need to come and join us. So we need to stand firm on what the Bible teaches. The people need Christ. And only through Christ can they get to the Father. And only through Christ and coming to the Father will they be worshipping the true God, the true living God. Let's just pray to finish. Father God, I want to thank you that you've revealed yourself to us in your son Jesus. When he said, he who has seen me has seen the Father who sent me, he meant that. And we know, Lord, that um, in Jesus, uh, truth has been revealed of who you are and who he was and who the Holy Spirit is. And we know your word teaches that there is one God, one true God, no more than one. But you are a triune God and you've been triune from eternity in relationship with one another. And this is the God we're to worship. This is the God that we are to put our hope in. And Lord, we pray for our friends who are believing falsehood right now, who are seeking after you but have been misinformed. Father, help us to share Jesus with them. We thank you that you're able to do that which we're not. We know, Lord, often we can't reason people into the kingdom. Uh, but Lord, we can love people, we can share, and we can allow your Holy Spirit to work. So Father, give us opportunities to do that. Lord, I know that the world would look at us and the things I've said tonight, and they'd say we're, we're, we're bigots, that uh, we are narrow in our thinking. But Lord, we just want to stand firm on your word, which has been believed for the past 2,000 years. Lord, let us not move away from that. For, Lord, we want to declare you in your ways as truth. So, Lord, help us to stand in this crazy, messed up world that we're living in. And we pray for our young people that we have in this church. We pray for them uh, as they um, move on to further education. Lord, may they not get sucked into this nonsense that's in the world. May they stand firm on the rock that is the Lord Jesus. Protect them, Lord, I pray, and keep them. And may they stand for you and declare Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. So, Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for showing yourself to us through your son, Jesus. And we love you. We want to worship you. Help us to stand firm. We pray in the precious name of the one who gave himself for us, the Lord Jesus. Amen.